How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 39 Chapter 8 This is Season 39 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 8. In this episode, we will be talking about the primary method by which dissonant consensualities are dissolved. Called, Flipping the Narrative, it is a technique of contextualization and rationalization. To start off, in the last episode we explained how dissonant consensualities are created when one rejects previously affirmed impulses, which leads to recidivist logic, reversal of precedent. We also talked about how avoidance, or aversion, is the product of a refusal to accept the affirmatory narrative of another in that dissonant space. In this episode, I would like to talk about the skill of flipping the narrative, which involves a process of recontextualization according to a prevailing, conjoined consensuality. Formation of the tonic-dominant bond involves the verbalization of the expectations of the tonic by the dominant. This verbalization manifests in the dominant generating an unconscious narrative rationalizing the behavior of the tonic. This is a bond created by empathy, accordingly the most successful at it are empaths. There are two distinct processes underlying, flipping the narrative. First, the recidivist paradigm, involves the decontextualization of experience, the elimination of context, the production of exegesis and the kind of thought I call orthogonal. Once an experience is decontextualized, it presents an internal narrative, satisfying an internal feedback loop of rationalization. The alternative, flipping the narrative, involves forging a gateway with the decontextualizing individual, and verbalizing those experiences as your own expectations, according to the conjoined consensuality of the masses. Effectively, this kind of tonic-dominant bond involves the inversion of the relationship. One starts as a dominant and quickly flips to a tonic, while still verbalizing the internal emotional experience in a contextual fashion. Since the only difference between the recidivist and progressivist paradigms are the direction of the narrative, flipping the narrative can be an effective way to invert a backwards view of precedent. The most effective at flipping the narrative are nexus empaths. Internally, in the tonic-dominant bond, the mind of the original dominant irrigates the orthogonal thought pathways with contextualization, filling the gaps in the experiential narrative and undermining the internal feedback loop. Incidentally, we can also see that it makes sense that internally facing multiplicity manifests as concealment, since the nature of recidivism is fundamentally decontextual. In the reversal of the narrative, the only freedom is the liberation of oneself from a contextual definition. Thus, in reasserting the conjoined consensuality, it is necessary to recontextualize the decontextualizer. But, what is decontextualization? Decontextualization is the sublimation of your shadow self, the undermining of its integration through the conjoined consensuality. Ultimately, being able to effectively flip the narrative makes you inordinately empowered in the system, because you can undermine spatial non-consensuality which relies upon concealment or decontextualization. The question is, what happens when the narrative is flipped? The answer is, flipping the narrative begins the process of involution of your dissonant consensuality, defining you according to the narrative of the progressivists. In a way, it is the very fact that both the recidivist and progressivist narratives are simply inverted alters of each other, which preserves this zero-sum contest between two camps. 
recognizing that intellectual endeavor and identity need not be zero-sum, is just the beginning. Pattern-breaking, habit-breaking, narrative generation, archetypal alignments all pave the way for something beyond, hidden in the details of multiplicity. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.